0: How are
1: you, Mossy? I'm
0: great, Mido. I'm great. I uh, heard you had the pleasure of bumping into my brother and sister in law recently.
1: Yes, I did. I did. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I know. They said we brother... must
0: organise a beer with Mido, and I said, you're kidding, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I'm in I'll for have to that. I speak to him
0: twice a week. That's oh. enough for me. Yeah, you oh, can well.
1: drink, that's for sure. <laughs> <Well. laughs> <laughs> Mossy, did you watch your cricket yesterday?
0: I didn't, Clarky, unfortunately. Didn't I was sitting down bum up at work. Too yeah. busy. Yeah. What about yeah, uh, what wrong. about
1: today and over the weekend? You reckon you'll get to watch a bit
0: of it? I've, I'm commentating two games over the weekend, so Man, no rest. Football
1: getting in the way in of the life. I oh,
0: know, big time. It always gets in the way of fun. I'll tell you what, though. What
1: a Sydney derby we've got. Oh, yeah, uh, always, you know, always an important fixture, but particularly when you know it's, it's delicately poised for both these sides. I know the Wanderers are second, but there's a real chasing pack, isn't there? And uh, well, if they win this Sydney FC, they they really Pull are within the Wanderers on the table. So this is going to have an edge to it, this game at Combank Stadium. I'll tell you what, with the market as well, Mossy, I think the Wanderers fans will feel very disrespected in that Sydney FC are slight favourites.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well, first of all, it's great to see the hype around this game because of the form the two teams are in and the state of the table at the moment. You're right, Mido, obviously... You know, a, a third win on the trot for Sydney FC could really catapult them back up into the conversation um, around what's going to what, what the table will look like end of season. Um, because you remember the first Sydney derby, it was all around Milos Ninkovic and his defection to to Western Sydney, and um, you know it was good hype around the game, but it was all centered on the individual. So it's good to hear um, that this is more about the two clubs and and the class divide, if you like, that, uh, that the media. Are, playing at Um, but I I, I can't split them I I, I seriously I I think we're in for a great game of football I think it'll be a super atmosphere out there at Combank, and uh, I'm going for a score draw in this one which I think is paying around the three and a half dollars something like that Um, but I really think we've got goals in it um, but I can't split the two teams what's been the biggest difference in the turnaround with Sydney FC Mossy what, what have they done differently over the last couple of games Well, it's not often that you say a defender makes so much difference, but I do think they're still leaking some goals, um, which they'll be working on, no doubt. But I think Alex Wilkinson, just his leadership, his presence, uh, what he does to players around him, I think that's been huge. And, And obviously LaFondra you know, has been uh, scoring goals again, which uh, which is always a positive. But I just think that, um, you know what it's like when you look around in the tunnel as you're just about to run out and you, you look at who's in the lineup. and hmm. Wilco's presence is so, so big. Even though he's, you know, at the back end of his career, he's still playing good football, but his presence just instils confidence. And I think that's something that was lacking before he came back from injury. And, and Western Sydney... You know, I think Mark Rudin, Marco Rudan is is playing a good game in the media. Just about how the team is evolving. Um, he's not uh, putting the cart before the horse. He knows it's a process. Um, but each week, he's just dropping a few comments that uh, instill more confidence. And I think uh, Schneiderlin uh, coming in during the transfer window, ex-Manchester United um, midfielder, has been a good signing because uh, he looks like he's in good shape, even though he hasn't played too many games over the last couple of years.
1: How concerned are you about Macarthur FC Mossy coming off a six-one loss? to I know they're the competition front runners and by quite some distance, but Melbourne City beating them six-one, and they've got uh, they've got Wellington on Sunday, Campbelltown.
0: Yeah, I, I commentated that game last week, and um, and I have to say, you know, for as good as Man, uh, Melbourne City were, and um, we'll get to Manchester City in a moment, <laughs> um, but for as good as Melbourne City were. Um McArthur were just as bad. Um and and you know, you can't you can't point the finger at Miley Strojovsky, the new manager. He's only just uh just taken over He's a couple of games. That was his second game in charge. Um but it just uh it, it was a terrible performance. They were well off. They weren't just half a yard off and uh and you come up against the Melbourne City team the likes of McLaren and Lecky and Tilio, um, you, you can have a bad day at the office if if you're not on your game. So a lot of work to do there. I see Millet has brought Jacob Burns in, ex uh, Leeds uh, and Socceroo midfielder, uh, as his assistant coach. So they'll, they'll be working 48 hours a day to turn things around. But whether they're getting the support and the resources they need, time will tell.
1: Radio buddy, take us through Man City. What's your take on it? Where does it go from here? And most importantly, does it affect the current playing group?
0: Absolutely, Clarkie, because, uh, you know, when you've got a realistic threat of expulsion from the Premier League at, at a club the size of Manchester City, and it, it is realistic. I mean, you think about over 100 charges from 2008 um, to, to 2008, or 2009 to 2018, Um, Now, Manchester City have come out and said, you know, we welcome an independent investigation into this um, inquiry, sorry. We've got a comprehensive body of irrefutable evidence in support of our position. Um, So they're being bullish, obviously, about their position. But um, it has to impact because if you think about, you know, a lot of those years too, there's been huge pressure on Pep Guardiola to win the Champions League. He's obviously delivered the, the EPL titles. Um, but this all, how this plays out is going to be a, a moment in time in, in world football. If Manchester City were to get relegated, um, kicked out of the Premier League, if they were to lose a, a vast number of points that, um, that puts them you know, uh, down the bottom of the table, um, things like that have huge ramifications. And while it's hanging over a dressing room's head, um, it, it can't be a good thing. They are a club in crisis. Just on that, Mossy, if, if they get um, relegated, What's the financial spend from Premier League to the next level down? Can they spend whatever they want, or is it salary cap? Uh, no, 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 no salary caps. Um, but it's the amount of money you lose uh, because of TV rights. Um, yeah, but, they well could, as... they, but they've got a big backer, so they'd be able to buy the best players, wouldn't they, and still win and move up the following year. I, I, it depends how long the um, the uh, the ban is. You know, they, I don't think they'd just be kicked out of the Premier League. With um, you know, if you remember Rangers uh, in the Scottish Premier League when they were kicked out, um, I think it was gee, Mito, You might know better than I, but I, I think it was what like it was for a term. Um, you know, two, three, four years, whatever it was. It took them seven years to recover. Um, and and you can see a club like Manchester City, if they were to be kicked out, you could see the City Football Group probably moving on. Um, even though they're, they would be culpable if these charges are proven. Um, so, yeah, it, it could have huge, huge and long-ranging uh, ramifications.
1: OK, so we had Manchester United and Leeds yesterday 2-2 had finished and that was uh, some comeback as well by United there at Old Trafford. They play again, do I see, on Monday morning but uh, we had Alan Nixon from the Sun on yesterday and again Ange Postacoglu's been linked to another job I think his second (laughs) favourite from bookies who can bet on this over there in the UK uh, for that job but uh, even Alan Nixon said to us, why would he go there? He he can do better than that. So uh, how do you see well, do you see Ange just continuing, just to bide his time, and just you know continuing to, I guess, lead Celtic to more glory?
0: Yeah, look, I, I, I do. But the the more clubs that come knocking, obviously, the the more the stronger the temptation will be eventually. And and you know, Ange is very smart around the jobs he he chooses to go for or, or accepts if he's tapped on the shoulder. Um, and and Leeds has a rich history with Aussies. You know, if you think of Mark Viduka, Harry Kewell. Um, Jacob Burns, uh, you know, all, all of those guys played for Leeds, so there is a um, there is a history there for, for Aussies. And I know Ange likes, um, you know, he likes the project, but he likes the he likes the, the story as well. Um, so um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, I still don't see him jumping. I, I still maintain he's got a um, you know a, a unfinished business at Celtic, and, and going to the Champions League again, I think, is is a, is a key magnet for him staying at, at Celtic. Um, but you've got the likes of Gerard uh, Pochettino also mentioned. Uh, Carlos Co- uh, Coboran, uh, who's now in charge of West Brom Albion. He was the favourite, but he's just extended at West Brom, so uh, he won't be going there. He used to be the first-team coach at Leeds under Bielsa. Um, but, yeah, I- I'd like to see, you know, Stevie Gerard or a Pochettino. I'd love to see Pochettino back in the, the Premier League. I'm just not sure that... Um, Leeds is the type of club that would appeal to him. I think he's um, he's looking at you know one of the Manchester's or uh, or a Liverpool or something like that down the track. So um, yeah, watch his space. But I, I'm not surprised that Marsh went. Um, seeing them over here in pre season, I was never really impressed with him, um, and I, I thought things might go south at some point during the season. Multi, please, mate. Let's go a four legger, uh, three in the Premier League, Arsenal into Fulham, into Manchester United, um, in that quirk of the fixture where they, they uh, travel to um, travel to Leeds, um, into the draw in the Sydney Derby. So Arsenal, Fulham, Manchester United, and a draw in the Sydney Derby.
1: Okay, I'll have uh, the odds for that for our listeners. In fact, I'll be able to give it right now. So for Mossy's multi... Uh, Of course, I've gone too far. Here we go, the draw. So, Arsenal, (laughs) Fulham, Manchester United, the draw. That's paying $17.63 with Tap.
0: Oh, that's tasty. That is very tasty. You know what would be great is if that got up and then all the punters at the big sports brekkie luncheon in a couple of weeks remembered that that got up, and then I'd be the star of the day, wouldn't
1: I? Well, unless Loz's multi gets up between now and then.
0: <laughs> what are the odds of that? Oh, six to one. There's a sledge. <laughs> there is a sledge how's, to finish. How's things building for the uh, for the luncheon, boys? Yep, looking good.
1: Yep. Well, we've got Arnie coming. We have. Yes. Tick. Oh, happy days! One big fish in the room. It's a good start. He, he, come.
0: he would only he would only come if he was sat right between Loz and um, Clarky.
1: He can sit anywhere he wants,
0: Arnie. I said, but well, that's going to be tough because that's my seat. <laughs> <laughs> Coach of the Year, I reckon, Arnie. Sit where he wants. There lines. was a, there was a story it, it, when he won the Coach of the Year award for the Mariners. Let me uh, let me embellish this story just quickly. Um, we went to the awards night. It was at Star City Casino. After the awards. Were done. He was holding his glass trophy. and said, to "His wife Sarah, can you just hold this trophy for me, sweetheart? I'm just going to the, the gents." Came back. She dropped it on the uh, on the tile floor, <laughs> and the that. the sea had come off. It's broken off the. So we've kept calling him ever since Oach of the Year. <laughs> oh, that's,
1: that's you would you, I'm not surprised you loved that. Oh, I love that. I think it's good. Year <laughs> uh, seven, On humor. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you guys take it